Welcome to the Switch On Podcast. My name is Adora Lumina Mbelu, Bright Light, Purpose Driver, and your number one purpose and productivity coach. Each week, you will learn how to own your mind and body and make it work for you on your life's journey. I want to show you that while you may not always have control over external forces, you can create your own pathway to fulfilling your God-given mission. And it all starts with your mind. Hi guys, Adora here and welcome back to the Switch On Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to negotiate with a client, okay? I think negotiation is something that a lot of young creative people, not just young, creative people in general, struggle with. So today, we're going to be talking about negotiation. See, negotiation is an art. It requires technical skills, but also a lot of like emotional intelligence. You're not negotiating with a robot. You're negotiating with a human. And so your advantage is actually your humanness. Many times you're not just negotiating money, you're negotiating scope, you're negotiating working conditions, working terms. It's a whole holistic negotiation. So you have to kind of think about negotiation that way, right? Not just thinking about like it from a financial point of view. So first thing to think about is have a clear goal. Okay. So what do you want to get out of this negotiation, right? Visualize the winning scenario for you, right? Don't ever go into a negotiation unsure of what it is that you want, right? Don't go in telling yourself, oh, when I get there, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out what it is that, you know, I want to get out of this. Also, don't go in just willing to take anything that seems good enough. Always have a clear goal. What is it that I want out of this? And then visualize it, see it so that when you go into the negotiation, you're actually working towards what it is that you're visualizing. Number two is to be clear on what and where you're willing to compromise, right? So is there an added value that you can put on the table. So when you go into negotiation, ask yourself, like, what is added value that I might be able to put on the table? Is there a way that I can do this work faster, right? Is there a way that you can offer a narrower scope of work to fit their budget? So in the case where the client says, you know, like that's over our budget, like, is there something that you can do um, to reduce the scope so that it can actually fit what it is they're asking for? So ask yourself, where can I compromise without losing my quality, without losing my integrity, without losing money, okay? And without losing time and energy as well. Number three is that everyone needs to be a winner. Listen, negotiation is not just about you. It's about your clients too. So you want to make sure that you're not just leaving happy, but that they're also leaving feeling happy. It needs to be a win-win. So if someone feels like if you're negotiating with someone, like they feel like they're losing, then the energy of that engagement is already compromised, right? Because even if you finally get the job, right, you have a party that is unhappy with the arrangement, right? So it's never going to be the same thing. So it's very important that you think that it's not just about you, right? How can I make sure that everyone is a winner? I'm a winner. My client is a winner. Number four is to do some research on your client, right? Do some research and find out like, how do they usually work, right? So find other people that they've worked with you can even ask like around your network to just know, like, you know, get some context, right? So how are they like, how is it working with them? What is their value system, right? What is their method? Um, do they pay on time? You know, are there other benefits that, you know, maybe they can offer? Are there some resources that they have access to that I can leverage? Like whatever the case, um, do some research on that before you actually enter the negotiation. Number five is to actively listen, right? You want to understand what it is that your client is saying and not saying. 
and you want to make sure that you can show them that you actually understand it. Okay. I know that that felt like a lot, but it's very important. So what you do is that you ask questions, you clarify their goals, you clarify their needs, you clarify their value proposition, like ask as many questions as possible, because then that allows them to communicate and it just helps build trust because then your client is aware that you genuinely care about them. They're not just saying to themselves, oh, this person is just trying to get a job. You just want to secure the job. Like they know that you genuinely care because you're asking questions means that you're actually listening to what it is that they're sharing. Okay. Number six is to just be clear on the ROI to them. What I mean by that is the return on investment, right? Try to always ask, tie what it is that you're asking for to a return on investment for the client. Okay. So I'm asking you to invest X amount of dollars into this particular engagement. And the reason I'm asking you to do this is because this is what you're actually going to get in return. This is how I see the benefit and the value to you. It doesn't have to be in monetary terms all the time, but it could be in value that you know that they actually want. So let's say for instance, the client is very big on top of mind awareness. Like they want people to be able to know who they are. And maybe you're trying to pitch as a brand client for, uh, as a brand uh, service company, for instance. Right. So you're saying if you invest this amount of money, right. Not only are you going to see returns in terms of numbers, but you're actually also going to see that, you know, there's top of mind awareness with your brand. You know, you're going to see, I'm going to be able to show you like some engagement numbers to see how people are engaging with your brand or your product. I'm also going to be able to help build community with this, like whatever the case is, be very clear on what it is that they're getting. Number seven is to not overpromise just so that you can get the job. A lot of times people will overpromise. It's very tempting to just say whatever the client wants to hear because you want to get the job. But the problem is that it puts pressure on you to overwork yourself. And interestingly, it can also create a perception that you don't value the expertise um, and offering that you're actually putting on the table. Okay, because now you're just overpromising unnecessarily and the client's kind of like, oh, why, why are they giving me so much stuff? Why are they saying they're going to do all this stuff, you know, for this little amount of money? So you need to be very clear on what it is that you're delivering within the scope. Okay, make sure that that is documented as well. I'm delivering XYZ within our scope and within this time frame, within these timelines. Okay, make sure it's documented. Number eight is don't be rigid with your negotiation. Okay. So be willing to concede in small increments. A lot of times when you think about negotiation, you just want to go in there like, Oh, you know, like this is exactly, I'm going to ask for this amount. And then my hope is that they just give me that amount. And that's great. But you also have to find a way where you can start high and then you can start coming down little by little, but make sure you know what your threshold is. So make sure you know, like, okay, this is how much I'm willing to, to give and take on. Um, don't just take a large chunk off. Like, don't just be like, oh yeah, I was going to charge you 400,000, but now I'm charging you hundred thousand. It's like, okay, your clients will just be wondering where you're trying to cheat me or something. Um, so what you want to do is be very clear on, you know, what the cost is to you and then what your price is to your clients. And they start to, you know, go down in small increments, um, as opposed to a large chunk. Okay. Number nine is to control your emotions. You see, if you're negotiating with someone who negotiates every day, example procurement guys, <laughs> they negotiate all the time. They're negotiating with people. Okay. They may seem to control the negotiation. 
They might use emotional blackmail. They might use anger, downplaying your expertise. You know, they might talk to you anyhow, right? Um, and it can be emotionally exhausting, but you cannot get angry back, okay? You have to control your emotions. You have to try to keep bringing it back to the logic, right? So be assertive. So you can state that their method is unproductive for both of both parties. And you can, you know, you can say, look, you know, this is unproductive for both of us, right? We can actually close this with a win-win for both of us. You know, let's just kind of focus on the matter, on what it is that we need to get out of this. Okay, so always try to bring it back to the logic, right? To what it is that we are both trying to achieve. Don't take the petty jabs because trust me, a lot of times it will come from your client's side, okay? And you don't want to take that and, you know, cause some unnecessary friction and also frustration to you. All right, so the last one is number 10, which is know when to walk away. You don't absolutely need to close every deal, okay? I know it can feel like that sometimes. Um, you're so focused on, I, have to, I need to get this work, I need to get this work. You don't want to go into a negotiation just telling yourself that I, need, I must absolutely get this work, okay? Yes, be positive about it. Yes, believe in the favor that you will get the job. But I mean, don't tie everything so closely to that, um, that you don't realize when a deal is not meant for you. Okay. Or that, you know, you don't get the deal and then you're so frustrated. Okay. So a deal may not be meant for you. It may not even be worth the hassle. Okay. So know when to walk away from a negotiation that is not working for you. Okay. Or that is going to put you in a tight spot. I hope that this has been helpful to you. You know, the drill, if you really enjoyed listening to this, please share with the people in your community, share with your family, share with your friends. Um, also please subscribe to my channel. You can subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on the podcast. And if you're listening, if you're watching via video, please subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. This is your way of adding value back to me, please. Um, also follow me on Instagram at adora.lumina. And I can't wait to catch you on the next episode of switch on.